I'm David Humphrey, and this is Sound and Vision on Art Radio, WPS1. My guest today is the fearless Angela Dufresne. Welcome, Angela. Thank you. How did you get so small? I um, thought... My shirt's off. Oh, God, yeah. put that thing on. That's what's confusing <laughs> me. Well, this is radio. This is my special view. <laughs> now, you are, I think, fearless because you move so seamlessly between depiction, working from sources, making it up, rolling it all together. And does that have a special, does that, does that have content to you, being so fluid? Does it, does it carry a, like a way to maybe <laughs> right. um, get inside of images or sort of synthesize your, your passion for movies and, and needing to work from life also? I don't know. I think it's like hurdles that I enjoy Ref, like revitalizing my my work, my process so much so that it's it's like if I worked in one way, I think I would I would start to come up with repetitive solutions in the paintings, and so this is a way for me to constantly generate new ways of resolving problems and imagery in the by, paintings. I guess you disorient your habits by well, by taking on some new challenge and. Yeah, but also, you know, it's like when I'm working, say upstate, when I'm working on a painting upstate and I can't figure out, like, what color is going to make that volume pop or or not pop, I go over, as you know, I've been, like, learning how to play the drums, and I'll go over to the drum set and bang the fuck out of it. Oh, wait, can I say that? But out of the drum set for a while, and, and, and then suddenly my kind of muscle memory has converted to some other frequency, and then I can go in and and do something unexpected to it, which is obviously what it needed. You just needed to pound, pound yeah. all your preconceptions out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now you're working on these portraits now I'm very interested in, in which you invite people to come sit in front of you, but you paint them into a film still. Mm-hmm. Um, what, are you, what are you doing by that? Well, it's funny because I was just at the Met yesterday and was looking at these Masaccio like little paintings. I think they were over on the Lehman collection, which is my favorite part of the museum. And thinking about the way that he painted these, what looked to me in my contemporary perception, like Italian street thugs, I mean, into these religious roles. And, and, um, and then I think about someone like Fassbender, who of course is casting himself and these other people in these sort of roles that are, that are along that line of Italian film that's like cinema that's like okay these are real people playing real these sort of idyllic roles it's like what comes first the human being or the role and then does the role then regenerate into the next generation of human beings so it's like what's first the egg or the or the chicken and so I'm constantly tweaking that relationship in those paintings I think in the same way that Masaccio cast these street thugs or Fassbender put maybe one of his tricks in. And maybe they each highlight each other, like you can understand role better through Mm -hmm. the peculiarities of an individual or what counts as being an individual is Mm -hmm. highlighted under this sort of, um, the the situation of the role. Well, and the question of, and then there's the question of how does an individual invent oneself because there is this, like, thing of, like, well, I mean, what is genetic and what is social, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, it gets it, rolled in. I guess you also, as the puppeteer, um, mm-hmm. get to sort of perform that on people that you know. Well, yeah. I'm definitely the actor of the painting. Like, I'm not the director. Like, I'm the one who sort of, like, has to be Jenna Rollins in opening night upping the, upping the script. Like, Wow. And that gets registered, do you think, in your mark making, in the, in the way you kind of 
put, yeah. put things together. I think so. And um, and the thing is, too, is that with the, the other thing is, is that the combining the straight portraiture with this cinema relationship, but also I've done some that are based on paintings. It allows me to invent different forms and it allows me to paint the kind of light I want to paint. That doesn't it. exist in the studio. <laughs> it's like a white wall, right. you know. The prison cell of the studio. Yeah. And I guess you're doing it all on the fly, right? You've got the source there, you've got the person there, and, mm-hmm. you're, and you're putting it together dynamically. Yeah. Well, it keeps the marks from going too far into the convention of portraiture or too far into the convention of photography. So it's finding that balance that's interesting to me. And I guess you skid along the edge of catastrophe, right? These these things look like they're well, like, about to fall apart <laughs> any minute. But I try to do that in every painting. Like that's maybe that's where you sense the fearless. But if I wasn't doing that, I think it would be you know like well, what's the risk in that? So where's the fun? Well, um, <laughs> as we pace into the musical section of our show um what what have you what have you brought for us what are you thinking about <laughs> should i just well i'll just do the well i guess the first two songs i'll say so the first one is this scottish band that existed from like i guess 87 to 93 or something like that called the dog face hermans and um they're led by this i think she's actually french they lived in amsterdam for most of the time who's and whose name i can't remember but she plays the trumpet and she sings and they're just an explosion of sound. They're supposed to be the greatest live band ever. I actually never saw them, but I have a lot of their recordings. This was the only one I had on hand. And then the next one is a related, you'll see there's a stylistic relation to all the works. They're all about hypnosis in the studio. Every one of these songs is about hypnotizing myself into that state of velocity and performance. Well, is it okay if I picture you behind the drums in each of these songs? Yeah, well, I wish. <laughs> I'm not that, that good. But So then the second band is this Japanese psychedelic band called Les de Nudes, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. They were like a complete and utter anarchy madness that only, they refused to ever record commercially. All the recordings that exist are, are, um, are bootlegs from concerts. Like, And one of the members was actually maybe possibly involved in the hijacking of the plane that went to North Korea, but that's, that's hearsay.
Jealous kids can't live for me Selfish kids can't walk with me Insecure kids can't close to me Flighty kids can't dance Hey, can we live old? How we die? How we smile? Ugly competitions are going on Addict kids are having orgasm Safe choosing kids are gossiping Bored kids are trying to kick me off Are we still high school kids? Hate being in a small lake Need huge water more Jealous kids can't wait for me Selfish kids can't walk with me Insecure kids can't close to me Bored kids are trying to kick me off Are we still high school kids? Hate being in a small lake Need huge water to move Flight the kids can't dance Hey, can we live old? How we die? How we smile? How we live old? Can we know about? How we music? Can we feel too?
This is Sound and Vision. I'm David Humphrey on Art Radio WPS1 with Angela Dufresne. <laughs> what were we just listening to? Well, that's Moo, and I can't actually say her full-on Japanese name because I'm too utterly dyslexic to pronounce those syllables, but she's just she lives in London, and she's just a crazy person who sings songs like, Leave Michael Jackson alone, you stupid bitch! <laughs> Now, I've seen you perform, and I've seen you perform uh, on video anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, you've done some, some music action mm. on tape, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we see guitar, the, the drums is a new thing. But, but I've been doing this covers album, which I think relates to the portrait project, which is I play every instrument, and I record like the guitar from beginning to end in the song, and then I record the drum from beginning to end in the song, and then I combine them together in one video track and sync up the audio visual so i'm listening to recording as i'm performing the one track and it comes together as the song relived by me (laughs) amateur so what are the what are the songs that you've done well so far i've done this song which is amazing i didn't put on there uh low which is a song called drag which i just think is one of the most sublime all my music tastes can be so arty, but whatever. Um, this drag by Low, which is just this beautiful, quiet, melancholy song. Of course, it's Low. And then the other one I've done so far is No Fun by the Stooges, because I would sell my soul to, you know, pluck a hair off of Iggy Pop's ass. But anyways. <laughs> so, so, But I have, like, I'm actually going to do, like, a Rolling Stone and, like, really big, you know, obvious songs, too. So this could be an ongoing. <laughs> it's an ongoing of- thing, yeah. But I have this image of you jumping up and down on a bed. <laughs> that one's in the No Fun song, yeah. Because in that song, there's, like, clapping. It's like... <laughs> and so, and that clapping is, like, a really big part of the percussion part of that song. And it's just so dumb and beautiful. But Hence, hence the bed. Well, he did, you know, he did the cow, or the uh, the sleigh bells in, in um, not 1969, but... Uh, what what the first album? I forget the first song on the first. I want to be your dog. He did use that in that. And he's always doing all these like closeted, you know, John Cageian things, or whatever. So where are we going to go next? Um, where are we going to go next? I think that oh, the next song is by um, Sonny Chirac. So he and Linda Chirac, his wife, who I guess they split up in the mid seventies. This is from early seventies. It's like height of like. You know, Black Panther, Black Power, blah, blah, blah. But it's actually really refreshing when you hear this because you'll see that this is like, this song has like, it's like a diary of, it's like diarrhea of culture. There's like, I forget the composer who wrote the song. It's just called Bolero. It's two shepherds yelling at each other across a field, blah, blah, blah. It was like one, it was like Mahler or something like that. Is it, is it the Ravel Bolero? Maybe. Well. And then... Um, and then, uh, but then there's, and the call back and forth is Sonny, Linda Chirac singing and then Sonny Chirac playing the guitar. But he played with Miles Davis, um, so he session with Miles Davis and stuff like that. And then he sort of retired for a while and became a, like a caretaker for like mentally retarded kids for like 10 years. And then he had a revive career in the 90s, which was not nearly as interesting. But this piece is like really beautiful. Oh, 
David Humphrey. This is Sound and Vision on Art Radio, WPS1, with Angela Dufresne. And what, what did we just hear? Sonny Chirac. Sonny and Linda Chirac. From, it's from the Black Woman album. It's the best one he ever did, in my opinion. Now, you're working on a show for Turin mm. coming up. And <laughs> what, are you, what are you making? What am I making? Well, it's going to kind of be a noir theme, I think. It's going to be a lot of, like, paintings that emerge out of a kind of dark mass of color. That's sort of like where I'm at right now. I've got sort of movies that I'm dealing with and and types of landscape um, that I'm I'm processing. And it was funny, it was very inspiring to see that photography show at the Met uh, that's up right now, which is amazing. It's like early photography. These like beautiful like atmospherics or writer-esque landscapes, you know. So the whole show will be nocturnes and will it all be based on <laughs> movie material? No, no, there'll be some, like, the the landscapes usually come out of, like, either photos I've taken or some kind of ph- photography source. I mean, I've even painted landscapes that are based on, like, Becker photographs, so. And there's, it's the same kind of capricious relationship with cinema. I don't know if capricious is the right word, but that's the way I think about it. It's very irreverent, like, my. Playful my and loose-limbed. My coaching. Because <laughs> in a way, you you erase your tracks. There's no, there's no artifact of the film in your painting. Mm-hmm. You you painted as though it was something that you saw or remembered, yeah. right? It's a it's kind of a loose citation. Yeah, I have no idea how that happens, but thankfully it does. <laughs> I, I like thinking of this Chirac as being sort of t- sprinkled with um, like moonlight and yeah. kind of nocturnal, um, you know, uh, forest nymphs or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because my show and I have a, there's a show up in L.A. right now at John Kincaid or Kincaid Contemporary, but it. The, and it's all it's a twilight show so now i'm going into the dark but but partially just because the films i'm using like uh there's some bunuel films viriana i'm going to use they're they're noir films and it's 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 definitely about the black shapes that things are coming out of right it I was guess, bound to happen i guess it's easier to conjure out of darkness than <laughs> out of lightness <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> it's just that darkness kind of blurs the distinction between things yeah yeah, well, I mean, but the way you use lightness actually does the same thing. It's well, I guess that's my trick. <laughs> now, what are you thinking of going out with? Um, well, it kind of comes out of a conversation that we we had where, and Jeff Chadzi, who had com- had explained that he was working with this legend, Jonathan Kane, the drummer that used to play for the Swans, and I guess he broke up with the Swans on stage at some point, which sounded like a very exciting night he was amazing he was the motor uh, that drove mm-hmm. that that machine oh god well i love them all i mean that swan's album the uh, conversations with the blind or i forget what the actual title was is something i absolutely love i love that album but so this is a recording that he made in 1980 i think before he was with the swans they heard it they were like holy shit who is that person this is godly and it's just like him playing the drums and then some guy blowing a saxophone through a distortion pedal basically wow and it's called fireworks this one it's it's sublime well thank you for being on the show thank you and good luck in italy thank you thank you angela dufresne this is sound and vision i'm david humphrey on art radio wps1 (laughs) 